Hello, my name is Rita Balligan and you are listening to the Big Picture Podcast, a podcast where we dive deep into the minds of creative business owners and people who are striving in their careers. With every successful person, there is more than what meets the eye. There is a story, a bigger picture. And every week, I'll be finding out what that is, the how, the why, and when. Are you ready to be inspired? I am. Let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Big Picture Podcast. As usual, I am excited to be here. Today is a great day. I mean, it's raining, but hello, we're in London. When is it not raining? <laughs> but I'm just so, so happy to be here. I'm feeling optimistic about life. Um, optimistic. The new year is coming. Um, new year means new opportunities, new everything. And I'm just ready. I'm ready for newness. Do you know what I mean? I'm just ready to be new in all aspects of my life so yeah i'm so excited and thank you for listening and we're coming up to nearly a year of this podcast and i'm just so grateful for all of you who send me such lovely messages of encouragement telling me that you're getting inspired and you're getting pumped to start a new business and all of that jazz that makes me feel good i feel like i'm your big sister saying to you hey take a leap do the thing that you want to do and stop procrastinating so that's what I'm here for (laughs) um the word my word of the day today is scrupulous it's just such a nice word scrupulous and what that means is basically someone who has moral or ethical standards someone who is showing a strict regard for what one considers right principled. So basically, if you're a scrupulous person, you're just someone who's very principled and you are self-disciplined. And I just felt like for my guest today, it just felt like it was just the right word, you know? So my guest today is absolutely incredible. I'm absolutely so honored that she is on my podcast today because I feel like you're going to learn so much. Um, You may not actually, if you were to see her, you may not know that it's her, but you definitely know her brand her brand is sexy it's just curvaceous I don't know it just has everything it makes a woman just feel good you know really 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 good so my guest today is the co-founder of old Polly Claire Henderson hey girl hi how are you I'm good as like I said to you earlier I'm just so happy to have you here because I know I'm not the only one that obsesses over your Instagram page and just like the stuff that your brand does and just it's just amazing so to have you here with me is just incredible because I feel like I haven't really seen you before like you're kind of like yeah you know behind the wings just doing your thing yeah exactly exactly (laughs) working exactly so it's so 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 (laughs) thank you so much so like I said with this podcast it's all about the journey because from the outside looking in it looks perfect you know it looks like it's been easy and it looks like anyone can just do it and achieve the same thing within a year do you know what I mean but I know that that's not the story yeah so So with every podcast episode I like to start with a simple question which is who is Claire um I would say um obviously I'm a business owner Mm um I'm a workaholic Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm very passionate about everything that I do um especially my work Mm -hmm. um as well as my work I'm also um I'm a mother I have Mm -hmm. five children wow um 
yeah, I think that kind of that kind of sums <laughs> you up. Yeah. Sums it up. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. Five children. That's okay. We'll get into that later. But that's that's a, that's incredible in itself. Um, how would you say you got into Old Polly? Um, so Old Polly basically started as a means for me to fund my charity projects in Cambodia. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started by selling on eBay mm-hmm. in the good old eBay days. Yeah. Um, so I was literally just selling my old textbooks um, my old clothes and I think secondhand basically mm. um, to raise some money and that actually went really well mm. um, so from that I decided to look at ways in which I could buy stock to sell okay. so I basically tried out everything I tried out hair extensions and um, beauty products um, literally anything that I thought would potentially sell Yeah. Um, and then when I ordered a batch of clothes and that sort of took off that's when clothing wow. kind of became the avenue for me wow that's amazing so, yeah that's incredible <laughs> like the fact that it was just a means to help yeah yeah know? I really didn't because at the time I was studying so mm-hmm. I was um, studying engineering at university so I really didn't expect that to become a career for me I kind yeah. of had a career path mapped out yeah um so yeah it kind of took me by surprise too but wow. yeah so you wasn't studying anything to do with fashion at the time no I was studying um engineering oh, aeronautical wow. engineering so I was um, I had my sights set on being a pilot, so I always wow. wanted to be a pilot. So that for me was the kind of path that I was on. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, my eBay was just a way of making money um, for my charities. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it wasn't until I was in my final year at university that it really started to take off. Yeah, and I yeah. kind of realized that there was a lot of potential in that. Wow. And I just, yeah, I just started to really love what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just became obsessed with my work, to be honest. Yeah, and yeah. So by the time I graduated, I knew that that was, you know, that was what I wanted to do. Yeah. So... Wow. So when you realize that that's what you wanted to do, because like you said, it kind of took you by surprise, which is it happens to like a lot of great business owners. It's like it's something you're passionate about. And suddenly you're like, whoa, this can actually yeah. be a thing that I can do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So when did you realize, OK, so you realize, OK, this is what I want to do, selling clothes. What were the steps? Because sometimes we have ideas and we have a inkling about the direction we can go into. But then the next step is a difficult part, which is. How do I make this happen? Like, how do I really make this? Um, I think I think what kind of spared me on the most was the fact that um, I was start I started to make quite a lot of money. Mm. So I think that kind of opened up a lot of options for yeah, me. Yeah. Um, and then I was at that critical point because I was just graduated from university. Uh-huh. So that was the kind of point where I had to make a decision. Yeah. I was either going to go to flying school, mm-hmm. which actually costs um, in excess of a hundred thousand pound. Um, oh. So I was gonna, if I was gonna go to flying school, then that obviously had to be the career that you, you know, do. I, yeah, yeah, that I yeah. would do. Um, so that was a real critical point for me, where you know which path I I take, mm-hmm. and it was also a great opportunity because I'd finished studying, mm-hmm. and then that for me then was an opportunity to work on this full time, yeah. um, to go and live abroad, which I ended up doing. Um, so yeah, so I just, I, I guess I just took the path that that I felt most passionate about you know because although I was always passionate about you know my degree and flying when this came it's just it's the ability to make something for yourself Mm, do you know what I mean like it's the ability like seeing like people buy my things and seeing the sales come in and knowing that knowing that you've done that yourself you know you're not working for someone else everything that everything that's coming back to you is what you've put out there yeah you know what I mean so you're putting on all these hours 
And there's no better feeling than putting in all these hours and then, you know, you see your sales data and you, you know, it's just, it's, yeah, it's a, yeah. it gets a bit obsessive, you know, because yeah, you yeah. see the results of the hard work. Yeah. And I felt like with flying um, and with engineering, you don't, it's not the same, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. I love that. I love the idea that you just went with it, you know, yeah. like often we can have like passions and stuff and then we question it so much yeah and I've, I've said this before like you just outthink yourself outthink your yeah. idea because you just think about it so much yeah but I love the idea that you felt like this was your passion yeah and then you went abroad yeah I think it's also important to remember that you you know by making one decision you're not necessarily closing doors mm. like for example I knew that um if something really terrible went wrong um or you know it didn't work out the way I wanted it to work out you know I would do something else yeah you know it's yeah. not the end of the world yeah but yeah. perhaps if I would have taken the different you know the different option and I would have gone to the flying school and I would have invested all that money I wouldn't have the time mm-hmm. and I would never know you know yeah. about yeah. this so I would never know if this eBay business would have turned into something bigger yeah because that would have been the path that I probably would have likely stuck on yeah yeah so it's not really a big of a risk or a big of a jump as many people yeah. think it is yeah you know? you always have options um you know there's always if you fall flat on your face you know there's going to be something else there mm. for you you know no and that's such an important thing to say yeah. to be honest <laughs> and that's an important thing to say because often we do think that if we have this one idea that we have to stick at this yeah forever yeah and if you don't then you're a failure yeah and what i've been learning recently is that that doesn't make you a failure no, like if you start no. something and you think actually I don't want to do this anymore and you yeah. move on something else yeah. I think that's actually like growth you know? yeah, and of it's course. mature yeah. to be able to do that yeah. as opposed to um, just stick at it because oh I don't want to look like you know I'm a failure which yeah. in your case that wasn't the case you stuck at it and it's a huge success what's really interesting about your story that I love is the idea that you like to be in control of yeah. everything that you can be in yeah. control of you know and that's yeah. it's a great character trait right and so you decided to have a factory. Yeah. So it was what made you just, because that's another big leap, you know, you go from like, okay, I'm going to be retailing and selling clothes. That's yeah. one way. And then you're like, well, actually, I need to have a factory as well. <laughs> um, it basically stemmed from the frustration and um, the typical supplier frustrations. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm quite an impatient person. So mm-hmm. I was, um, you know, I was just dealing with typical supplier issues and, um, you know, such as late deliveries and um, quality not being on par. Yeah. Um, and I just really didn't feel like I was kind of growing fast enough. Yeah. Um, because a lot of setbacks, I had a lot of setbacks. I even had one supplier con me out of like all my money at the time, which was about 30,000. Wow. Yeah. Um, so I had a lot of setbacks because of suppliers or due to, su- due to the suppliers that I chose to work with. Yeah. And I think I just reached the point that, you know, I'd been I'd been living in Bangladesh, dealing with and um, working with suppliers every day. And I think I just reached the point that I was going there every day. And, you know, I was looking at the people running the factories and I just thought, you know what, I can do this. Mm. I can do this and I can do this even better. Mm. I can control all the quality and I can put what I want, you know, in line in production. Yeah. Um, I can look after the workers. I can, you know, create a really great working environment. Yeah, yeah I can do this. Why not? If yeah. other people are out there doing it, um, you know, you get a lot of expats mm-hmm. um, who own factories in yeah. Bangladesh and China. So if other people can do it, then why, why can't I? I just do it? Yeah. And I started initially with 
um, only kind of setting out to operate a small factory. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I knew the basics. So it wasn't really high risk. It wasn't a lot of money involved at yeah. all. I think I, in my first factory in Bangladesh, I had about eight workers. Okay. Um, so very, very small scale yeah. um, very, very easy to control. But as you, you know, you start small and you kind of learn and you, you know, and then you can expand yeah, and, you know, yeah. It, yeah. So wow. that's how it started. That's <laughs> incredible. Honestly, like I really just admire um, the fact that you just make things happen. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Which is, it's like, not everyone can do that. Like we all have these ideas that we've written in our journals, but it's like, how do you make an idea that's on paper actually become a real thing yeah you know? and I just love that you just make things happen yeah um you spoke about how you started a factory really small yeah did you know did you anticipate that old poly will grow to the extent because I know you guys have experienced huge growth did you think that which whilst you were doing this like oh yeah this is going to be huge um no not really I always in the back of my mind I always knew that whatever I wanted to do I could whatever I wanted I could achieve mm-hmm. I always knew there was no limits yeah um, and I think I've always kind of grown up thinking that. Um, so I always kind of had the belief that nothing was out of reach. So if mm-hmm. I wanted to accomplish something that, I, you know, I was able to accomplish it. And I believe that about anybody, not just yeah. myself. Yeah. Um, but no, not really. It's just kind of, it, it, it's very much like gradual growth. Mm. And it's something that I always write a lot about on my Instagram, especially lately. It's, it's, there's no such thing as an overnight success. Yeah. You know, nothing happens even in 12 months or yeah. two years. It's a very, very short space of time. Yeah. Um, anything kind of anything really great or anything you know anything big that you set out to do um it takes time it takes mm. a lot of time it's very gradual yeah and it's so gradual that even over the course of 12 months or you know two years you probably don't notice that much difference yeah yeah but then suddenly you're six or seven years in and yeah. you're looking back at your eight eight worker factory and you're yeah. like wow you know i've come so far yeah yeah um so yeah that's amazing <laughs> have you ever had moments where you felt like because as you said it's been about you said about eight years right? seven eight years yeah eight years yeah. have you ever had moments in that time when you've been like actually i don't want to do this anymore this is this is too stressful you know I, these workers everyone's asking too much of me what do i do um <laughs> no i've never had a moment where um I wanted to do something else because okay. my work for me is my is my absolute passion. Mm. I absolutely love what I do and I think that's probably why I work the hours I work and I'm so yeah. dedicated is because I, I love it. Yeah. I love the fact that I can, you know, I, I can work all these hours or I can, you know, go through all these stressful situations or whatever it may be, but at the end I get to see the result. Mm. And the result comes straight to me, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um I can actually see it. So that it's kind of like a snowball effect. It's like mm. once you once you even the small things, like once you start to get results from those small disciplines mm. then it's like it spares you on and then you mm. you, you know the, the results get bigger and you yeah. kind of get more motivated yeah. and it's kind of that's how it kind of works but no I've never I've never wanted to do some I mean I've had some very very stressful times yeah um, but I've never ever um, wanted to do anything different I love that I yeah. love that so you would say that just seeing the results of the work yeah that's what kind of just motivates you to say do you know what if I could have done that if I did that I could definitely do this and I yeah keep... it's seen the results of the work and also it's seen for me because obviously my business started as a means to support my charity yeah so for me like obviously I my my five children are Cambodian so I go back to Cambodia a lot mm-hmm. and we do a lot of charity projects in Cambodia and for me when I go back there and I see like you know what the money that we're putting into these projects like what it's actually doing yeah and how many people's lives is changing wow. and how many children are going to school yeah. and how many how many children go to university uh, it's just like it, there's no feeling like that and yeah. i feel like 
you know, I have, it's not, I have to do what I have to do, but I feel like, um, you know, I want to do it because yeah. this is amazing. You know, I have yeah. the ability to change so many people's lives yeah. and do so much good out there that, you know, just spares me on. I yeah, just want to yeah. keep working, keep yeah, working. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you're, um, you're driven by your passion, which I love, and driven by purpose. Yeah. So you mentioned that, you know, the fact that, you know, it, this has come because of your charity, you know, yeah. and you're seeing how you've been able to help and how you've been able to change people's lives. And I feel like that is, you. I feel like in business, you have to have a strong pull. Yeah, you do. Otherwise, you just will not like survive yeah I've had a lot of like really like really really difficult times um times in which um just I probably say that I've been quite close to um sort of burning out I guess you could yeah, say yeah um and just you know times where the challenges seem so um seem so difficult to overcome that you mm. just it's really really so and all the hours of work and everything that's required I think that you have to have you have to have a strong reason why. Mm. And I think if you don't have that reason, then any, you know, you'd have to be insane to continue. Yeah. You would have to literally be insane. Yeah. Um, so that's what, when people come to me for advice or they ask, you know, like, what's your advice for women wanting to get into business? The first thing I always say is make sure that you're passionate. Mm. Because if you're not passionate and you don't have a reason behind what, what it is that you're going to do, you won't get very far. Because Absolutely. as soon as those hurdles start to come up, you know, you'll crack because... Yeah. You have to have that mindset and the only way you're going to get that mindset is if you want it bad enough and the only way you're going to want it bad enough is if you have that purpose and that drive and that motivation yeah. you know to see it through so yeah. yeah that is honestly i'm just inspired by just like what you're saying right now honestly because it's just it's so true you have to know your why and i think everyone should always look back at their vision and figure out like what is my why why am I doing this? Like, and also like, it seems like it makes you happy as well. And I feel like that's a conversation I've been having with a lot of people recently, which is whatever you're doing, are you actually happy? Yeah. Are you actually enjoying it? And it's not in a really like fickle way of like, oh, if, you know, I have to be happy all the time and have to be, when I'm in business, everything has to feel good. That's why I'm working for myself so I can do my own thing. And da, 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 yeah. da. it's not like that, but it's because you're going to have days yeah, of where you hate it. You yeah. Know, where you're not enjoying it because maybe there's a part of the business you don't enjoy dealing with, but you have to deal with it. Yeah. But like at the core, yeah, <laughs> you need to have that, you know, that yeah. joy and that excitement about your brand. Otherwise... Yeah it doesn't make any sense so yeah. I love that you've um that you mentioned that because it's just so 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 Thank so you. so key <laughs> I mean one thing that I've noticed a lot about Old Polly is one the fact how you guys have used online to just really just capture people like yeah. if I go on my page like I'm seeing something from Old Polly you know even Good. if I wasn't planning on buying a dress I'm like oh I want to get this dress or I want to get this suit and stuff like that so yeah. is branding something that's intentional for you is something that you that's important for you yeah brand? it is yeah I mean social especially Old Polly's target audience you mm -hmm. know we target mainly 18 to 25 year old females yeah so a lot of 18 to 25 year old females these days are on social media right. so social media marketing is huge for Old Polly yeah um yeah big it's a big thing, it's really it? big yeah, yeah it's really big i would say um we we kind of launched Opoly at a really great time because we were actually these days you know everyone collabs and everyone uses influencers but when i first started um that was only just beginning so mm -hmm. when i started Opoly um those were the days when these influencers that you see nowadays weren't actually charging for posts yeah so everything yeah, was free yeah um and it was just beginning mm -hmm. um so we really kind of got into that at the right time yeah, um, yeah. 
and nowadays obviously the situation is very different you know oh, yeah, everyone's charging changed. for posts yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very very complicated these days um but yeah i do feel like we got in at the right time yeah, with yeah. regards to that anyway yeah. but yeah marketing and social media especially is yeah, huge for us it's so huge it's such big because i know like even though now you know a lot of these influencers are charging and stuff like that yeah. what's great is that for when you get the right influencer you can actually see the result of it yeah sometimes when it's the right one yeah you know so that's the that's the great thing about it but the negative part is when it's like you don't see it yeah you know? so yeah. it's a bit of a hit and miss it kind of just depends isn't it yeah i think a lot of our influencer marketing is it's not necessarily to get a return it's mm. more for brand awareness oh right um, okay so that's the biggest that makes um, a lot of sense i mean obviously actually. you want to return always and anything yeah. that you invest in but generally speaking a lot of the collab market nowadays is is for brand awareness yeah which makes a lot of sense when you yeah. actually put it like that it makes sense actually yeah. it's not always about the i think because girls know like they're very you know we're not we're very aware these days that um you know an influencer a, you know a big influencer is wearing a no poly dress or mm-hmm. is wearing you know another brand dress everyone's very aware that they're probably paid to wear that dress yeah yeah, yeah. um so it doesn't have the same pull that it used to have yeah yeah um, so people don't rush to the website to necessarily buy that dress because yeah. this influence is wearing it you know yeah. um yeah, so times true. have changed a little bit it's all about brand awareness because obviously once you get the brand awareness then you're gonna get the results that you want anyway yeah right? yeah that makes so much sense. I don't, I don't know why I didn't really think of it like that. I guess like sometimes you just think, oh, I spend this. I need to see a result straight away. You know, I yeah, spend that. I need to, no. But, yeah. I mean, a lot of people think, you know, you, you've put your item on a on an influencer who gets, you know, hundreds of thousands of likes and that item must sell out. But yeah. it doesn't necessarily work like that. Yeah, that's very um, true, actually. There's a lot more to it. Yeah. Very complicated. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It's so complicated. Recently, you guys have decided you wanted to like expand to an American like a fan to America, American audience kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Because with online, with like Instagram and stuff like that, you kind of do approach. You get yeah, it's like a worldwide everywhere. audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So why is it like? Do you, is there like a specific reason why you just kind of felt like you actually wanted to kind of focus on that? And um, well, we've. We, we kind of focus all around the world, not just the US. Um, the UK is obviously our biggest market. Yeah. Um, so we're looking at definitely expanding out and, you know, um, targeting, you know, different countries. But um, mainly in the when it comes to the US, we have a production team in the US. And the reason why is because... Um, you know LA is the sort of hub yeah for anything production based anything you know PR based and mm. um, so we recently about was about six months ago I think it was we set up a team in LA and wow. um, so that's the purpose behind that yeah Um but yeah like we're you know with that obviously we're using a lot of like you know influencers and more models and we're doing more um, events and mm. you know different things over in the US so that's definitely helping but yeah, yeah love it so exciting <laughs> like honestly like guys like if you see her she's just like the sweetest woman ever like you just wouldn't know and I love that about nervous yeah <laughs> but I just love that because you just it seems like you're just you're just driven by your passion and I yeah. think it's just an inspirational to so many people that your passion it can be enough you know to get you going obviously hard yeah. work self-discipline yeah. and all of these other things come into play yeah. but just to have that that passion is so important and like what I find really interesting is that a lot of people when they go into like fashion brands and stuff like that they feel like they need to be the face of their brand which isn't the case with you no definitely not (laughs) you always know from the beginning that look I'm not gonna be no I'm not interested whatsoever in that I (laughs) 
Um, I'm just, you know, I, I see it so much with my work and I'm just, yeah, I like to keep my private life private and yeah. I like to kind of, I don't, honestly, I don't have time, you yeah. know, I'm working like crazy hours, 100 yeah. hour weeks, a lot of 100 hour weeks. Wow. I don't really have time to go in front of the camera and yeah. this is the first podcast that I've done. Um, <laughs> I I don't have time, you know. Yeah. Um, How do you balance everything? Because like you mentioned earlier that you're a mother. Yeah. And I'm sure there's other like, you know, being, you know, family and all of that stuff. How do you create that balance between your work life and um, your home life? So I, you know, I can't... Um, I don't have all the time in the world, so yeah. I, I have to say no to a lot of things, even yeah. when it comes to my family sometimes, yeah, you know, yeah. it, it really, especially because I do a lot of traveling, so yeah. I can't be everywhere at once. Yeah. Um, so it definitely comes, um, it definitely comes with its sacrifices. Yeah. Um, but I'm quite careful with my spare time. So in my spare time, I usually like to spend that with my close friends, my family. Yeah. Um, I don't waste time. I'm yeah. very careful with my time. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't, I, I don't like to like needlessly scroll on social media. Yeah. Um, I, I don't watch TV. I don't oh, wow. watch Netflix. Wow. Um, I'm pretty strict. <laughs> so <laughs> I like to ensure that all the time that I have, if I'm not working, then it's with my family or with my friends. Yeah. Um, Wow. So that means everything else has to go. <laughs> oh my God. I can't imagine living without Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I put on my Instagram um like to ask any questions. Yep. I just thought I'll just throw okay, them yeah, out to fire you. Ahead. Um so one person has asked, um, she's asked, how do, does one get scouted to be like an influencer or brand ambassador or actual old poly model? Um I, when it comes to models or influencers, we usually headhunt. So we usually reach out to those people ourselves. Mm -hmm. So the collab oh. team will reach out themselves. Um, likewise for models. But mm -hmm. you, we do have, um, you know, they can email in mm -hmm. and we do have, you know, people go through the emails and yeah. it will be passed on to the relevant team so amazing i'd recommend okay i will tell <laughs> her because she's very stunning so i, I get that question a lot i know i can imagine because the models are just so like you know yeah <laughs> so i can imagine um what are your views on someone's asked about like you're just your views on investment like do you think that is something some people should do or if they can avoid it kind of just build in their own way if you can avoid it then build it yourself okay um it may seem like the slow option but it's um it's way more rewarding you know yeah. when you start from nothing and you build up yeah and the lessons that you learn from doing that um they completely outweigh yeah um anything else so yeah. i would recommend doing it yourself first if you can yeah um and yeah one of the one of the other things that i always talk about when people um ask for advice is I think one thing that's really been um, a really big factor in how how well I've been able to do is the fact that um, I'm always very careful with money. So I don't I don't spend the money that's coming in. Mm -hmm. I reinvest it all back into the business. Wow! And by doing that and being very strict with that, I've been able to grow Opoly without yeah. having to look for investment yeah. or without having to take. We've never taken a loan out. Wow! Um, not even a you know not even any, anything at wow, all. Wow! Wow! Um, so. The one bit of advice I'd give would be to, you know, keep pumping that money back in. Mm, um, and if you can, like, obviously it's not possible for everyone, but if you can, then, um, 
you know, go at it yourself first. Yeah. At least give it a good shot. Yeah, that's very, very, very crucial and really important. Like, it is, yeah. yeah. There was a lot of competitors, especially during when I first started Opoly, and they've sort of just disappeared. Mm. And the one thing that I did notice um, that was common with a lot of them is they started to make money, but as fast as they started to make money, they would also spend it. Mm. Um, so, you know, it can be really exciting to see this money come in and to see yourself doing well. And, you know, you want to go and buy this or you want to go and have a car, you want to buy this fancy office. Yeah. But you don't need those things. Mm. Um, and if you want, you know, if you want your business to grow long term, you need to put that money back in. Yeah. Um, can be hard but it's it's, it's true it's worth it <laughs> it's worth it yeah it's, it's hard so true. but it's worth it yeah it's so 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 true um someone it's funny you mentioned competitors someone just asked um how do you um how do you one deal with competitors mm-hmm. um is that something that you even look at like in terms of who your competitors are and what makes old poly different from your competitors um, no, I don't really look at competitors. Yeah. Um, like I'm aware of, you know, who's in the market and who's not. Yeah. Um, but no, not really. I think, um, you know, the amount of, you can, you know, there's always people doing different things. I just, I like to keep all my attention on Opoly. It's just I key. don't like to look mm-hmm. around and to see what other people are doing. I can't control what other people are doing at yeah. the end of the day. I can only control my job and, yeah. you know, what my company are doing. So I like to put all my energy just focusing completely on what I have to do. Yeah. Um, my main competitor is myself. That's how I see it. Mm. My job is to, you know, keep growing, keep improving, keep getting better every day. Yeah. I can't control what other people are doing. So um, with regards to how Opoly's different, I think, um, I think we've come, I think we've kind of hit a really, a really sweet spot in the fact that, Opoly's affordable. Mm. It's not cheap, mm. you know, like some other brands I'm not going to name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not cheap, um, but it's affordable. Yeah. And I think our quality is really there. Yeah. So I think you're getting, you're getting, you know, you're Your getting something worth. really great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're not, you know, like there's a lot, there's cheaper out there, of course, but um, yeah, we, I, I obviously own my own factories, so quality is so important to me. Mm. Um, and that's just something that we, you know, we reject complete batches if they're not up to quality. Yeah. Quality is just, is, yeah, it's really key. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. So I would say, yeah, I would say that differentiates yeah. us quite a lot. Yeah. I would hope. <laughs> yeah, no, it does. It does. It does. Definitely. Like, it's like, I just feel like the things that you've mentioned are just, it's just so on point and it just makes a lot of sense, you know, like, the idea of like not looking at your competitors and getting obsessed about it yeah if you do get yourself in that zone you're literally like oh they did this oh okay that means i have to do this and it can kind of influence your decisions yeah which might, ne- might not necessarily be the decision that you need for your business yeah so it's great that you've said just focus on yourself just focus on yeah. your brand and watch that grow and don't be so distracted and i think if you're looking at your competitors too much you know you're gonna you, you you lose a little bit of creativity because yeah. you you know you need to be able to think on your own two feet and yeah. you know, not getting influenced by what other people are doing yeah yeah um so yeah no that's so important. set your own goals and yeah. smash your own goals exactly and just set your focus own goals on that and smash them yeah, yeah exactly um you mentioned earlier that a challenge that you had was the idea that you'd ordered a massive um batch and it was wrong yeah kind of thing and you spent all of that money like how do you overcome something like that um at the very beginning or like now yeah even now like when you deal with those kind of you know those kind of those are the kind of things that people don't see in business where it's like you put out you have an idea about something then it doesn't work but you have to keep pushing ahead yeah exactly you have to keep pushing ahead yeah um (laughs) 
uh, for every two steps forward, there's one step back. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm so used to things not going, you know, not going right. You could yeah. say nowadays that I'm just, I've kind of built up a bit of, you know, immunity to it. Yeah. Um, but there's always, there's so many challenges, especially yeah. when you, you know, you work on such a big scale and you have yeah. teams around the world. Yeah. Um, and you have so much going on and you're working in a lot of different time zones. Yeah. You know, there's always different things going on and yeah. you know things happening that I'd rather you know wouldn't happen but they yeah. happen um so I would say yeah you've just got to persevere you've got to keep going yeah and um, know that every single person you know it doesn't matter how great it looks like you know how great they're living on Instagram or how great things look from where you're sitting every single person that you see that has done particularly well would have had plenty of those yeah plenty of those yeah of um, those moments when yeah things just didn't yeah work. I, I feel like I could write a whole book on yeah well on we need all, it. all the setbacks <laughs> I've had um so completely normal you you just have to push through you have to yeah. persevere you have to keep going yeah so, you know? and that's the key thing I suppose like you just yeah. have to keep going like for me recently I had like a, such a major setback with my okay. business and it was just such a struggle to like get back up and just be like yeah. Do you know what this failure doesn't represent it's not an indication of me like I just felt that this particular thing but just have to keep moving you yeah, know and you just do. keep going and that's what I've it's realized. all part of the journey you know exactly. it's never just upwards it's yeah. up down back up back down yeah, you know? around. It, yeah <laughs> it is it's but you know when you look back though you it's they're all lessons yeah you know exactly and if you didn't go through those times and you didn't deal with those sort of things then you wouldn't you know you'd, you'd maybe further down the line when you're bigger you'd have it happen again and you know it would be even worse you know it'd be on that's, a larger scale yeah that's so, so it's actually quite good sometimes to have these things happen when yeah. you're a little bit smaller yeah. so that you can take the lesson there and then. And then you won't have yeah. to do that deal with yeah. it again. I, I 100%, yeah. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I 100% agree with that. Um, um, I guess just to round up, if there was anything that you would advise um, anyone, I mean, I think you've already mentioned it. Do you know what I mean? Like to keep going or, but if there's anything like a key thing that you've learned that for you, you've kind of held on to that to be like, okay, this is the thing that can help you push forward like any bits of advice what would that be um i think you just have to have absolute belief in yourself Mm. that you can do it yeah you know you 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 shouldn't i think if you sit there and you doubt yourself or even if you sit on the fence and you you're unsure whenever i've kind of i've not had that confidence in myself or i've kind of been unsure about something it's never it's never worked out you know you have to have that faith that you know what you're doing and all the work that you're putting in and you know all the sacrifices that you're making is going to pay off yeah. because it will but it only will when you when you believe that yeah um so yeah that's probably what i would say you need to just you need to believe that what mm. you're you know what you're going to put out there is going to come back to you because it will yeah. yeah and has that something is that something that you've always been or is that something a skill you've had to work on or you feel like that's something that's been embedded in you yeah i've always kind of like i said before i've always known that i've got not just me, but anybody, you know, anything that we want, um, if we want it so badly, I believe that we can always, we can always get it. Um, but there have been certain things, I think, where I feel like, even doing this podcast now, yeah. I feel like it's totally out of my comfort zone. Yeah. Um, and there's certain things that I, you know, I question myself about and, mm. you know, I, and then whenever I, whenever I get into that mindset, mm. you know, it's never, the results never come quite what, you know, quite what I'd hope or quite what I'd like. Yeah. So I would say, yeah, you've just got to you've, you've got it. yeah, you've got to work on it and you've just you've just got to believe that you are capable of doing whatever it is you want to do because yeah. you are. Yeah. So you really have to believe that. 
No, oh, I love that. Do you know what? That's such a beautiful way to just round this up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> because you just have to believe that you are enough and you can do it. And once you can believe in yourself, then other people can also believe in you as well. Yeah. You know, and that's how you get to build great teams. And yeah. That's how you get to people believe in your brand and people are excited for it when, but you have to, it starts with yeah, you. Yeah, you can't doubt yourself. Yeah. You know, you have to know that you are, you're capable of whatever it is that you want to achieve. You you're definitely capable. Yeah. If I can do it, then <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We all can do it. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Oh, amazing! Thank you so much, Claire, for coming on the podcast today, guys. I hope you've enjoyed it. Um, I hope that you've taken notes because there's been so many lessons in here. And yeah, just keep on listening, and I'll put down the details of how you can stay in touch with Claire as well. And yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Thank you so much. <laughs> right, Thank bye. you.